0: Hey there. Welcome to Beyond the Couch with the Real Dr. Jehu, a podcast dedicated to breaking the stigma of mental health, normalizing help-seeking, and bringing you tips and tricks for living a thriving, holistic life. I'm Dr. Christine Jehu, a licensed psychologist and host of the show. I'm pumped to bring you raw and real conversations with clinicians, mental health advocates, and people just like you. And it's all without the psychobabble. And just a quick caveat, this podcast is not mental health treatment and it's not intended to be a substitute for mental health treatment. So you can check out the show notes for resources on finding a therapist in your area. All right, let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Couch. I am your host, Dr. Christine Jehu. And as always, I am pumped that you're here. <laughs> I don't know why I keep singing intros, but that's where we're at. And a little bit of an apology. I'm getting over a sinus infection situation, so my voice sounds a little weird today. <laughs> um, before we dive into the juicy juice of this episode, I have something super exciting to share with you all. I have complete what I have created, not completed. I've created a completely free quick start guide on how to find a therapist. I get asked all the time if I can recommend a therapist or I get general questions about how the heck do I go about finding a therapist. I'm ready to start. And so I have created this quick start guide that shares all of the things in one place that I always share with people. So there's a printable workbook and a video that goes along with it. All you have to do to get it is pause the episode real quick Pop over to the show notes and there's a link that you can just click on, fill out your name and email address real quick, and it will pop right into your inbox. And you can also shoot me a DM on Instagram and just say guide and I'll send over the link to you to get it that way. Because I know not everybody knows where the show notes are, Um, but they're there. If you click on the episode, there's all kinds of goodness there. All right, so let's get into the heart of this episode. It is all about reflections, and they're my personal reflections this time. Part of my goal in starting this podcast is not only to bring you information about therapy and normalize talking about mental health by sharing the stories of our mental health heroes, but I also want to share more of the the behind-the-scenes of my life You know, as a psychologist, I've got the credentials, I sit in the seat of supporting folks, but I'm a person too. (laughs) I go through my own junk and my own challenges, and I'm sorting things out in real time right alongside of you. And I've done a few episodes about navigating the pandemic. Um, it's episode number seven and episode number 23, so you can scroll back and find those. And in those, I was hitting on what I had been experiencing, how I'd been coping, and you all have provided really great feedback on those episodes, so I'm going to start mixing in some more Real Talk episodes to share about how I'm doing and what's coming up for me and any tools and tricks that I'm using in my own life. So hopefully you'll resonate with some of it and have some solid takeaways for your life. Okay, so I have three main reflections recently. The first one is that I am a person who needs a goal. The second one is that I have not been journaling nearly as much as I typically do. And the third is that there are areas of my health that need some attention, So let's dive in. First, I am a person who needs a goal. (laughs) And to set the stage for this one, I want to provide some backstory. I have spent the better part of my life in school. We're talking 12 years of grade school, four years of undergrad, two years of a master's, and five years of a PhD. That is a heck of a lot of time. So the 12 years of grade school were focused on getting into college. The four years of undergrad were focused on getting into graduate school. Then I took two years off after undergrad, but the goal within that time was always going back to school. Once in my master's program, the goal was to get into a PhD program. And then in the PhD program, there were tons of goals along the way, such as passing comprehensive exams, matching for our clinical internship, which is that last year of training for us, finishing a dissertation, and then finding a job. And then once you're on the job, the next big goal is to get licensed as a psychologist. And all of these goals from pretty much the second that I had college on my radar, these goals literally created the structure that drove my life. And there were other goals outside of academics of course I had sports and leadership relationships but if I take a detailed look back at my life what really propelled me forward were these massive academically related goals and then obviously I had um, like these goals had connections to my career and other parts of my life because being a psychologist is really central to my core identity and I've 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 been doing a lot of thinking, and I've noticed that in the last five to six years after getting licensed and then wrapping up some big leadership roles that I was serving in, I I sort of just started floating a bit in life. And don't get me wrong, you know, I I've been working towards things. I have projects that I've worked on, but nothing that's really hit my core and fired me up and given me a deep, deep sense of drive like the academic pieces have in the past. And if you're an Enneagram person, I am 100% an Enneagram 3. So achievement is our jam. (laughs) And I, I think that's why the academic pieces have been driving forces for me. There are benchmarks along the way towards the larger goal and ways to measure how you're progressing and growing through the process. And there's small achievements that you gather along the way. But it wasn't until recently that I started to dig into what else the school goals were giving me aside from The credentialing to do my job. (laughs) And it's much more than just collecting degrees and working towards a career. So, the academic, like working towards the academic goals, gave me structure, direction, drive, excitement, a heck of a lot of challenge, (laughs) joy, um, and opportunities to learn a lot of new skills and learn new things about myself. And to To reach these goals, they often required me to access a lot of resources, build new relationships, and ask for help, which is not always something that's easy for me to do. And in looking back on all of this and and seeing what these academic goals have given me, I also recognize that I feel more alive and connected to myself when I'm working towards a goal. And then in turn, I feel more alive and able to connect deeper with others and serve on an even higher level. And service is, is the core of, of me and, and who I am and what, what really lights me up, um, as I move through the world. And, you know, I've, I've heard far too often that people say, It is selfish to go after something that they want, particularly when it means that there are going to be sacrifices in other areas of their life, sacrifices in time and money and resources, whatever. But I wonder if your experiences, if you're finding yourself saying that this is selfish, like could your experiences be similar to mine? In that when you have the thing that you're focused on, that thing that really lights you up like so bright inside, the thing you can't wait to get up in the morning to go tackle, that thing that you just want to tell every single person that you come across about, like if you leaned into that thing and really went after it, what positive impacts could that have on your life? And what positive impacts could that have on the people around you? And is it really selfish when there are internal, external, and and wider positive impacts? Or have we just been conditioned to think that doing something for ourselves is selfish? My hunch is that it's the latter, right? Because when we're happy and healthy and thriving... We're so lit up and obsessed with our life and the things that we have going on that the ripple effect of that is so beautiful and so powerful. And it infects people around us in the best way possible. And I really, truly, truly cannot see anything wrong with that. So all of that to say, I'm a gal who needs a goal <laughs> and a big-ass goal that has a deadline and a challenge attached to it. And that may not be you, but that's that's where I am. And this podcast is is certainly a goal. It's something that drives me. It gets me excited. But it's an ongoing thing. So it takes some different sustained energy. And so recently, I've decided that I'm going to tackle a massive physical challenge, this, this physical goal next year. I'm not ready to share the details just yet, but I absolutely will be sharing about it once a few of the pieces have fallen into place, but it has me so pumped up and is fueling positive shifts in other areas of my life. And so I'm feeling really good about that adjustment to identifying a a big ass goal (laughs) in my life. So the second reflection is that I've not been journaling as much as I typically do. I have a pretty solid morning routine that includes um, a quick gratitude practice, journaling, reading, and then a workout. And since returning to working in the office earlier this year around January, I've not quite adjusted my morning routine and like the schedule to allow for sufficient time for me to put pen to paper in the way that I know really serves me. And if I'm being completely honest with you and with myself, (laughs) that floating um, space that I was talking about before, it scared me. (laughs) And I have been nervous about what would come up if I put pen to paper and really started to dive in. And so I think part of that is, um, you know, the time's there in the morning, but I chose to maybe spend a little bit more time reading and less time putting pen to paper. So as August was wrapping up, I had a little sit down chat with myself and I committed to increasing the frequency that I'm putting pen to paper. And so far, it's been nice. I've found that I'm celebrating myself more, my days, um, uh, and like celebrating myself and celebrating my days a little bit more than I have been throughout this year. I'm keying into what makes a a stellar workday or uh, just j- day in general or week for me, and I'm striving to recreate those situations so that I'm, you know, feeling a bit more alive and connected to my day-to-day, and I've been using some of that time putting pen to paper in mapping out this big goal and really getting hyped for what's to come as I tackle that goal. So really the the heart of that is intentionally reconnecting with myself and some days are going to feel really raw and vulnerable and other days feel really empowering and uplifting and that's just <laughs> what comes with the practice. Um, so that's number two on journaling and um, just a quick plug for last week's episode if you haven't listened to it it's number 35 and it's our mental health hero for the month and who I call a journaling ninja. Uh, she doesn't call herself that, but I call her that. Uh, it's Dr. Megan Hurley Powell. So I want you to go check that out. She is awesome and her story is incredible. She offers so much tangible insight into digging into a journaling practice developing a journaling practice and she is about to launch a journaling guide and it is going to be straight fire like I am in a test group right now that's going through it and um, you know just giving her feedback on what it is and yo what I have seen so far Mm, it is good. It is good. So you are going to want to get your hands on it when it comes out. And I'll keep you posted on all the deets of when that's launched out into the world because it's going to be great. And then my last piece, my last reflection is around health. And um, there are areas of my health that need attention and it's it's nothing scary. I'm not like dropping any major bombs on you here. Um, it's just normal stuff, right? I've, I've been listening to some podcasts around gut health and hormones that have opened my eyes to some pretend potential answers of what the heck is going on with me. So I'm feeling more empowered to create small adjustments and changes and not get stuck in a space of feeling like there's nothing I can do um, about what I'm experiencing. So you know, I always say that it's the small unsexy actions that are done consistently over time that get us the big sexy outcomes. So some of the small um, unsexy actions that I'm making are uh, first off with water. So I Have been, I've always been a person that just drinks tap water because I don't know. To me, it seems silly to buy water if what you got coming out the tap isn't killing (laughs) you. But not saying that my tap water is killing me, but I'm, I'm recognizing that the water in the area that I'm living might not be um, the best for my body. So signed up for a, uh, one of those like, water jug services, right? Where you got the little like water cooler like you have at the office. Got one of those in the kitchen now. Um, So I'm uh, taking in water that is, uh, you know, better for my body and uh, trying to just take in more water throughout the day. The other thing is that I'm working to remove dairy from my diet again. When I was younger, I had some major lactose intolerance issues and um, I, I felt like I grew out of it. But at this point, uh, I just don't feel like it serves me once, it, once the dairy gets past the taste buds, let's be real. <laughs> so I'm taking that out. It's not to say I won't ever have cheese and crackers because, you know, what's a night of uh, wine without cheese and crackers? It's feels sacrilegious to not have those together. (laughs) Um, And so then I'm also exploring some supplementation. So looking at the ones that I'm using now and looking into others that I might need based off of some of the symptoms that I'm experiencing in my body and um, based off of blood work that I'm going to get done. So, all of that to say, I am not a medical doctor, so i 'm just sharing with you what 's working for me right now um, if you 're having anything going on, I please connect with your doctor and so that you can address your specific medical needs, but that 's just some of. Some of the shifts that I'm making with with my health, and to be honest, a big motivation behind this move, and you know, not only wanting to make sure that I'm feeling good in my body and having energy and able to go after life with, uh, you know, the energy and zest <laughs> that I like to go after life with, is the the big motivation. And this move and shifting my health and really trying to dig in and understand what's going on is the big goal that I set. It is a major, major physical endurance challenge, and it's lit a fire under my booty to get me physically moving with purpose and to create some meaningful and lasting changes in a few areas of my life. And the way I'm going about it is that I'm I'm learning, right? I'm I'm paying attention to what's going on in my body and I'm learning things and intentionally implementing them based off of what I'm experiencing in my body. So it's it's educated and informed and it's just cool because I'm learning new shit in the process. <laughs> um, so yeah, so those are the September reflections, my friend. And setting a big goal uh, to keep myself driven and excited. I'm intentionally sitting with some journaling with greater frequency and making some small tweaks to my health routine that will support that big goal that I set, but is also going to have a positive um, ripple effect on so many areas of my life. So I really want to encourage you to sit in reflection this week, be curious about where you're at with where you're going and consider any tweaks that you could make to support yourself in creating and living a life that you're absolutely in love with. And don't forget to head over to the show notes to grab your your what? Your free quick start guide to finding a therapist. Uh, or you could just shoot me a DM over on Instagram with the word guide and I will send you the link over there. And maybe in your reflection, you've identified that reaching out for some support is one of the tweaks that you want to make. And so this guide will really help you cut through the overwhelm and take action on taking that step for yourself. I hope you have a most incredible week and I will talk to you soon. All right, friends, thanks for joining in on another conversation beyond the couch. I'd love to hear your takeaways from today's episode. So if you would, take a screenshot and share it in your Instagram stories, and be sure to tag me at the Real Doctor I can't wait to connect with you. Alright, we'll talk soon.